0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May Podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser in rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith adoption and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack or beverage of your choice and come exactly as you are and let's get started. I don't know about you, but since I was a baby, I have had really dry skin and it's extra dry during the winter season. And lucky for me, I was born in Minnesota And I still live in Minnesota, so we have a long, dry winter season. I also have very sensitive skin, and I'm very picky about what lotions I can use. In my bathroom, I have a big side cupboard next to our vanity, which has three big shelves in it. The top shelf holds all our sheets and bedding. The middle shelf holds all my hair products, hair accessories, perfumes, and even my cool zebra printed retainer that I still wear monthly since getting my braces in my early 20s. My kids think it's the coolest. My third and bottom shelf holds our towels, washcloths, and then a huge bottle of my fragrance-free lotion that I've been using for many years. And that bottle of lotion has been placed in the same spot since we moved to our house 12 years ago. That was up until my one and a half year old daughter started standing on her tippy toes and grabbing that lotion to squirt it all over the bathroom and better yet, eat it. Side note. Isn't it amazing how small children with short little arms and short little legs can all of a sudden have an eight-foot reach when you least expect it? Our daughter is a terror right now, and the things I never thought she'd be able to get into, she does. So needless to say, the lotion bottle needed to move because the word no was not working, and I was sick of cleaning up lotion every day. So... It went from my third shelf to my middle shelf. And you guys, for about a month out of habit, I would quickly open the cupboard door and go right to its old spot to get more lotion. And it wasn't there. I knew it wasn't there because I am the one who put it somewhere else. And it actually became very annoying to me. It was such a little habit on the location of where my lotion used to be. And my brain was so used to it being in that same spot for years and years. And it was an instant reaction to go to the third shelf without even thinking. But after about a month and a half, I opened that cupboard door up quickly to get my lotion. And I instantly went to shelf number two without thinking. I got my lotion. And as I was walking out the bathroom door, rubbing that lotion into my hands, I stopped, I smiled, And I realized that I wasn't annoyed for the first time because I finally broke the habit. My brain finally rerouted itself to knowing where that lotion is now located. And now moving forward, I have never instantly went to the third shelf again. That, my friends, is a simple yet powerful example of how the power of a habit can be and also how the power of breaking a habit can actually work. Hey friends, guess what? I have some very exciting news to share with you. As you know, I have a deep passion for giving and helping others feel like they matter in this world. So I started a website called You Matter Boutique. If you know anyone in their adoption journey or foster journey, Who grow their babies in their tummy or their heart and you want to send a gift helping them to know they matter in this world? Check out my website www.umatterboutique.com 10% of the proceeds will go to helping other foster and adoptive families in their journey. I cannot wait for you to check it out. It takes an average of 30 to 60 days to break a habit. The good news is that habits can be broken. And the bad news is, it's not an instant fix or gratification, and it takes time to break. How often do we do these habits in life that we are trying to break, but not giving it enough time to actually be broken? I know for me personally, this really silly lotion analogy was a huge awakening for me, as I have several habits that could use a little rerouting or breaking. A big one for me is that I am someone who likes to have a glass of red wine at night. It's a habit, and what triggers this habit is the same routine that goes along with the glass of wine. I work a full day, I get supper made, I get the kitchen cleaned up, spend some time with my kids, tuck them in and put them to bed, and then I wash my face put on my comfy PJs and go right into our kitchen and pour myself a glass of wine and get a glass of ice water. And then I go right into my bedroom to watch a mindless show that doesn't require me to think anymore because my mind is tired. And then after that's done, I go to bed. It's like clockwork. Unless we have something else going on that evening. Hey, did you catch that? The habit is like clockwork, unless we have something else going on that evening. So how did I start breaking the habit? Well, I started to change my routine. After I put my kids to bed, I still washed my face and put on my comfy PJs. But instead of going into the kitchen for a glass of wine, I changed it up. I went into the living room instead with a good book that I have been meaning to read for the last year. Or I planned a meeting or star night with my husband. And if you're wondering what that is, I highly recommend you go back to my episode on dating your spouse. Some nights, I even wrote in my gratitude journal or really did anything else other than going into my bedroom and watching TV. And guess what? It started to work. I didn't even crave a glass of wine. I didn't feel like I needed that glass. And I broke this habit up enough that once I started some nights going back to my bed and watching a mindless show, I didn't even feel like I needed a glass of wine to go with it. The power of a habit. So as you are listening to this, are there any habits that you are looking to break? Maybe it's really simple and small, or maybe it is really big and challenging, but my friend, It is also so simple. If you want to break a habit, you need to change the routine. You need to replace the habit with something more fueling, healthier, and with something that gets you closer to the person that you want to be. Is it easy? No, not at first. And it will take time. We live in an instant gratification world and I know you will cringe when I tell you that this will not be a quick fix. But if you stick to it, there will be a day and a moment or a trigger that happens that causes you to smile and not be annoyed or frustrated because you finally broke through and broke the habit. I know for me, breaking one simple habit of having a glass of wine at night spiraled into so much more goodness than I even realized. I had no idea how that glass of wine... What I considered to be relaxing and unwinding was a habit that prevented me from reading the most amazing books. It prevented me from getting some really good sleep, and it prevented me from learning or growing and realizing that my ADD mind could actually relax without it. It also came with easy weight loss, as let's be real, wine pairs very well with cheese, carbs, or even better... If you put them both together and you get nachos. I would love to eat nachos right before I go to bed. Breaking one simple habit made the world of a difference for me. And do I still like a glass of red wine? Yes, I do. Do I still have wine from time to time? Yes, I do. But do I feel like I need it to unwind each night? No, I don't. It has become a treat or enjoyment from time to time versus a habit that was controlling way more than I even realized. So I also want to encourage you to not make this so complicated. Sometimes when we look at habits, we can start to go down a spiral effect of like, oh my gosh, I need to change this. I have this habit. I don't drink enough water. I don't do enough this. Like, And we kind of go into like the spiral that it can seem very overwhelming as I mentioned before, I took one habit. And because I broke one habit, the spiral effect of how it bettered my life, how I felt, and everything that came with it, like was huge. But it was only one habit. So I want to encourage you when you look at like the bigger picture and what is something that you want to break or a habit that you want to start. Take one small thing or big thing, but take one thing and work on that. Work on that for 30 to 60 days. And I know you're like, oh, that seems so long. But those 30 to 60 days will be here before you know it. And once you accomplish that, it will be so amazing. It could be as silly as the lotion location, or it could be as big as you lost 40 pounds because you decided to cut out this. You broke a habit of this. You drank an extra glass of water and this happened. So, so I do want to make sure that you are not overwhelming yourself and saying, I have a hundred habits I need to break. Pick one. Just pick one. And from there, you will see so much goodness happen with just one breaking of a habit. So if there is a habit that comes to your mind, whether it is big or small, it is exciting to know that you have the power, courage, and strength to break it. To change the habit, you need to change your routine, give it time, and then enjoy all the other goodness that comes with it. You matter, my friend. Your habits matter more than you realize, and living a better and more fulfilled life matters hey friends thank you so much for listening to this episode today if you have a friend or someone you know that needs to break a habit please feel free to send this episode to them also if you want to leave a review or rating your love and support greatly is appreciated and if you want to check out more of me head on over to instagram at you matter by megan